Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. All right, you want to do three, two, one? You made a splotch? Sure. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. You, you made, made us, us watch Cats Don't Dance. <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay. Cats Don't Dance. Yeah, you made us watch that. What did you think it was called? <laughs> I thought it was called Cats Don't Dance. You made us watch. Why'd you make us watch this? You made us watch something we didn't like. Next time we'll watch something. Two seconds later, you were like, you made us watch. You made us watch Cats Don't Dance. Mm-hmm. You did. We're hanging out with <laughs> one of my oldest friends, Joe Apel. Hey, Joe. Hi. There are things I noticed about this movie that I'm like, oh, well, yeah, of course you, you know, this is definitely up your alley. Joe is an animator. He's been working in animation since, you know, I just looked it up and saw that you're first credit is 50 ways to die or something like that yeah 25 ways to die 25 ways to die that was when i was in school so technically my first animation credit would have been like 2005 i think okay yeah so you've been doing this for 15 16 years yeah Yeah. depending on your math (laughs) (laughs) and the first thing i noticed is you have a very particular style to your work and it's definitely in the same ballpark. I noticed that too. It definitely has that Joe feel. Yeah, I is, would say so. Yeah. Is that why you like it and have, well, first of all, before I get too critical of the movie, how many people that worked on this movie <laughs> are you friends with? Do you know? <laughs> uh, you? I don't know many people. The one, the reason why I suggested it more than anything, it's from the director of Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Yes. I know you guys did that movie and you enjoyed it. And I, it's very much kind of that cartoony vibe style to it, even though it's this is Warner Brothers versus Disney. Mm-hmm. But I, I think more than anything, I was like, well, you guys like that movie. Try this one out and see if you like it. You know, that was kind of my vibe. And I know uh, it's definitely a musical, which I know. Mike, I'm not sure how you feel about that. My kid. <laughs> oh, I love musicals. More than anything, I what I love about it is just the style of the animation. Like it's just really well animated. I love the character designs, like you said, but I think some of the humor in it I really like. I love movies about movie making. That's yeah. Like one of the big things that I always loved. Yeah. As soon as I read the synopsis, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so up my alley. Not only is it a movie about <laughs> making movies, but it's also a socially relevant movie. Because yes. I, I don't know if this went over your guys' mm-hmm. heads, but um, the, the cats were basically minorities. Yeah. God, Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys caught that. It was very, <laughs> very subtle. You, but, very subtle. 
When I first saw it, it was like 22, 23. I didn't think about that stuff. Well, yeah, and you now, and I grew up in Troy. They didn't have minorities. Right. Well, I, I, my I, we, friends are minorities, but we didn't. I just didn't think about it, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that was like the thing that I realized as rewatching it a few times. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like, I don't know why I just didn't pull that together like right away. But yeah, it's definitely that <laughs> allegory, I guess. Or the, yeah. How did you not get it's a it common in your allegory? 20s? Allison is 16 years old and she got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Natalie Cole was in this, even though she was, I think she was just doing like the singing voice yeah. of yeah. Sawyer. But there was a, a scene where she has like her big like musical number where she's like, oh, I just realized that we should, you know, she loves Danny the cat. And um, <laughs> I turned to Mike and I said, this is a really serious song for kids with me. <laughs> it was like, like it was a beautiful song and I love Natalie Cole. I was like, man, this is a really good song. I don't, this is really too good for a kids movie. <laughs> it's a Randy, Randy Newman wrote the songs. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote the songs, of course, for Toy Story. And right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the songs were good. Yeah. I mean, it was really cute and really fun. But that song in particular, maybe it's just because I am a Natalie Cole fan. I just know her album Unforgettable, like backwards and forwards. But I was like, this feels too serious. <laughs> a little bit. But that was the, I think it was just because it was her singing it. I have really bad news for you because you keep referring to her voice on the present tense. Uh, oh, God damn it. Don't do this to me. Yeah. I know already. Okay. <laughs> I already yeah. know. Yeah, she quit show She's business. She's no longer with us. Oh, she quit show business. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. So this is Turner animation through Warner Brothers. Do you think this was produced in Georgia or was this? No, it was produced out here. Okay. There's a really weird history with it. Like I, I know a little bit of the history of it, but basically Ted Turner and his company bought Hanna-Barbera. We started making a feature. There's, I think, Once Upon a Forest. And then after Once Upon a Forest is done, they started making their own feature department called Turner Feature Animation. And mm-hmm. they made a movie called The Page Master, which kind of uh, bombed. Yeah, it did bomb, but I liked um, it. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Warner Brothers at that point bought Turner and cats don't get dance got lost in the shuffle. They didn't know what to do with the movie. And it was like, it had a ton of rewrites and stuff like that. And it was just like a really bad process. So they basically had to like, just put it out there really fast and with no publicity or anything. And it was just, just a a movie that just got lost in the shuffle, but it ended up winning the Annie award for best picture that year. Right. So I did oh. see that. Yeah. You you were talking about how it's animated really well. And I've been trying to, you know, obviously Benji's at the age now where we're watching a lot of Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. He is huge on Mandalorian. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You would be very happy with this because uh uh I'm always scared that I'm gonna say something that will get you in trouble. I know. That you are a big fan of <laughs> cell animation more so than CG. There's things I appreciate about both. It's just okay. that I I don't I can't do CG animation. So it's hard. It's like I can appreciate the beauty of it and the technology of it and everything like that. But I just don't. I've tried the process and it frustrated me mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where I just want to do it by hand. And even though I don't do anything by hand really that much anymore because I work in 
Flash, which is a computer program, but it's still like I get to draw on my Cintiq right. in the computer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, this is more cell animation, although there is some see like There's some, early yeah. CG, you know, yeah, put in yeah, it. Yeah. Um which is definitely where our son his interest is yeah with the like the yeah. uh yeah he like he likes more <laughs> beauty and the beast lilo and stitch like loves lilo and stitch yeah and we've been so because <laughs> we know lilo and stitch forward and backwards now yeah, yeah. so i was like well oh geez let's just start watching the sequels and i can see some things like the lines aren't as crisp qualities like yeah but i'm trying to figure yeah. out like is it frame rate or what is it that makes certain animation not look as With, cinematic as it looks well, less like not quite as good as the film yeah you know there's people that are first of all there's like the animators that are trained to do it they have just a talent amongst them that are just like you know they're just really talented people but there it's like kind of a frame rate thing sometimes it's hard to so there's 24 frames per second in like a traditional film. Mm-hmm. And with animation, you want to shoot things on twos, if that makes sense. So basically, yeah. one drawing will stay on picture for two frames, and then they'll do another drawing. But there are also stuff that's shot on ones, which means that they're doing a drawing like every frame. And that'd be like, if you watch Who from Roger Rabbit, Mm-hmm. that's done on ones mm-hmm. because they have to match the live action stuff and so it has mm-hmm. to be the same speed but there is stuff with traditional animation like Lilo and stitch and stuff that can be shot on ones because you're trying to get a lot of like fluidity to it but some of the sequels i think one sequel in particular for Lilo and stitch was a direct-to-video sequel that was almost feature quality okay um because they had mm-hmm. an animation studio i think in australia that did it and there was just immensely talented people working on it and they matched it the other sequels were made for tv mm-hmm. they're they're made for video but they're intended for tv and so there's a different budget to it there's different studios working for it yeah so you're not getting the same quality of the stuff because budgetary things are just trying to get through it so yeah, and then you know, there's also line quality and things like that too, yeah. color choices and things, yeah. number of shots and right stuff like yeah. They're probably limited with how many paints they. If they're using cell animation, they might limit it with how many paints they can use because you have a budget with even paint. Like mm. if you're painting an actual cell, but oh, um, okay, yeah, so it, yeah, like I noticed that too because we both watch Bob's Burgers mm-hmm. a lot and older episodes. There's like something about like the audio quality is a little bit rougher. And then the the art and it, Simpsons being a big thing when you look at old episodes of The Simpsons, yeah. definitely don't have yeah. the color palette of yeah. current episodes and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that's and now it's now like The Simpsons is completely di- digital. Like, oh, they don't do cell animation. Yeah, and you can really tell. So, yeah. yeah, like you can tell, like just basically like the line quality you're talking about. The line's a lot thinner now because mm. they can go like crisper. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. I guess there's like yeah. another thing where you can, because <laughs> I nerd out over this stuff sometimes. Uh, like someone was, there was a video on YouTube talking about how on a budget, Invincible is still animated really well and little things that they do to hide the budget restraints. Yeah. yeah. Like doing kind of like fake camera moves and yeah. stuff like that. And Cats Don't Dance had definitely one of those where it started on a close up shot yeah. and then it kind of pulled out. 
And I was like, oh, you could kind of see on the close up shot that they just kind of zoomed into a frame or whatever, because seeing, you know, the flaws in the line. I mean, some of the harder things to do in animation is doing full body walks mm. or, or weird angles and stuff. Yeah. And so you always there's a lot of cheats with it where you try to just do waist up where they mm-hmm. walk. In, so you don't have to worry about like their feet meeting the ground, because that's a big thing. If their feet are meeting the ground, they can slide. Yeah, and it's visible if it's sliding. You have to like really lock it in place, and that's really difficult, especially if you're doing perspective shots or something like that, um, mm-hmm. which I've had to do. And it was like it took me. I had to do a, a retake on a shot for a show. It's on. It's on Disney Plus actually. Called Randy Cunningham. Oh, it's, it, it's uh, there was a shot where they're in perspective, going from a close up to a distance, and I had to match their feet going on the sidewalk, and it took me probably a week to do it. And this is something like if I was doing a regular walk cycle, I could probably do it in a day. But this was like just trying to get the feet to look like they're actually landing, not sliding. Because it was two people walking together, arm in arm, going in perspective. And their legs are different sizes. So they have to match. Like it was really difficult. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't even think about like how difficult it is to like make something look so realistic um, when you're animating it. Because, yeah, that's. I wouldn't even have thought of that, that like you want it to look like they're walking, not just like floating. Right. Or you sliding. can see that in like yeah, older yeah. CG too. Like I, I've noticed that in oh, Phantom yeah. Menace where there are some shots where Jar Jar. Yeah. Technically, yes, you can see that he's on the he's ground, on top of, but he's not really interacting with like right. leaves or the grass and right, stuff right. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Is mm-hmm. there, I feel like this is, Coming more animation 101 than cats don't dance is there there like a proper term for the art style that this is well i mean it's 2d cell animation but i guess it'd be but like the character design it'd be like kind of more squash and stretch rubbery uh a lot of it okay so there's more elasticity to the characters right um while like if you mm-hmm. like if you put this next to pocahontas which came out two years before cats so dance it's like drastically different they're very stiff they're more realistic yeah. moving and stuff even though they probably didn't use i think they use some rotoscope which i don't know if you know what rose yeah 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 um i grew you know how old i am i grew up on old ralph bashke <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah I guess so. fire and ice is one of my favorite movies you watch like cool world <laughs> holly is completely rotoscoped i can't watch cool world with allison i don't want to explain that boner <laughs> <laughs> or how terrible it is <laughs> oh, yeah that's why i would have to explain the boner <laughs> yeah both the bone <laughs> joe you know my boner is not that terrible <laughs> oh god oh lord so Holly is completely rotoscoped while the other characters in the film are kind of like cats don't dance. They're that very rubbery, right. that less elasticity to it. Um, mm-hmm. But they're rendered in a way where the, where the characters stay on model mm-hmm. uh, on, on cool world. I don't think characters stay on model as well. They're very, they yeah. kind of, they free form in many ways. So I like stuff that kind of blends them both. Like Allison has been watching the princess and the frog a lot to try to yeah. break yeah. away from Lilo and stitch. Yeah. And you know, there's stuff like the main characters in their human form look very realistic, right. but then like the, the henchmen are super cartoony and that yeah. old, you know, like yeah. those swamp guys, those three yeah. swamp guys. Yeah. 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 It's a good 
melding of the two. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Those frogs are kind of hot too, aren't they? <laughs> I Those frogs tell if, are kind of hot. Oh my god! I couldn't tell if Allison froze or if she was just staring in disbelief. Like I married that guy. <laughs> I, I might have frozen. This was cool too. Like I didn't know Scott Bakula could sing. Yeah, and this I is really like- liked that they did this anime dance because because it was it was so. Like, this was clearly an ode to Gene Kelly, like you can even see, like, at the end, they're, like, dedicated to our friend Gene Kelly. Well, he worked on this, yeah, uncredited. He did. He helped So I love seeing them dance and be kind of rubbery, because that was sort of his style, too. Yeah. Right mm. before he passed away, yeah. yeah. Like, this is one of the last yeah. things he worked on. But it was, um, yeah, it was really cool, because he dances kind of like a cartoon sometimes, even, the way yeah. that he would dance. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of fun sunset boulevard is one of the things on the list to make allison watch and i think the max character where she sees yeah yeah, yeah, that it's i like it too where the character max was voiced by the the director director. i like it when that happens too yeah and i love like (laughs) i don't think he did any like they didn't do any like computer modulation or anything to his voice like that he actually just did it yeah he he has like a deep tone to his voice if you hear him a little bit but not not that deep Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah i love that i loved it this clenched jaw like it was just like so yeah. his teeth were always stuck together oh yeah. his teeth were like some some of the shots really reminded me of is it john k who did uh run and stimpy yeah, yeah yeah like there are shots of max's teeth where it's just yeah. like wow that's really close and unsettling <laughs> <laughs> yeah so out of everything that you have worked on, I know that you are definitely a lot more of an introvert than I am. Has there ever been a character where you're like, man, I wish they'd give me a, a shot to voice that character? To or is that it? just, yeah. Or is that just way outside your realm of? No, any I love it. I, I want to voice characters so badly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, do. That would like, be awesome. I was just doing the voice for Aurora for Max. Cause I was like trying to imitate him. And she Aww. was like, I don't know. She, I don't think she likes when I do voices. Cause it's like too weird. She's like, do daddy voice. Don't do daddy. Like, everything. That's so, funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love doing character voices. So that's one of the things I want to do. Like eventually I'm, it's one. It's like one thing where I'm like, I want to do. I want to make my own show eventually. Yes. And part of the concession of wanting to make my own show is that I want to do the, a voice in the show. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yes, cool that would be awesome. I am fortunate enough to where you have shared some of your pitch packets with me. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to have to go back through them and be like, okay, which one is the one that Jill wanted to do? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's I'll a go. few. There's probably a few that I've like sent you. Yeah. But yeah. The, I mean, I, we're, we're not making it so I can talk about it, but it's a. Uh, show that i sent you oh it's definitely never gonna happen i don't think it will ever happen we'll see we're we're still trying but uh well stay vague about it it. oh okay yeah Yeah. i love that and definitely (laughs) i feel like such a dick where i'm just like okay i'm gonna be talking about stuff that no one other than a handful of people will know what i'm talking about the theme that you did for your pitch packet for that one yeah was oh so brilliant thanks i feel privileged to you know get to see you know your stuff and you know so yeah yeah. honestly i didn't love the movie i don't know what it 
it, it could be that I just built up my expectations way too high because <laughs> I really love Scott Bakula and um <laughs> stop it it's Bakula like Dracula you know it <laughs> and, and like I, I really said, like this and I think Benji's gonna love it yeah it was very hard to find too we ended up yes, having to I, find it on Hoopla which is I think only in the Midwest where it will let you check out stuff from the library. Right. No, so. I, I, they do it out here too, but it's mm-hmm. only certain, it's only like 1500 libraries that work. Oh, okay. But across the- oh, is okay. it not available? Well, because, lucky us. Ours because, does. Yeah, because yeah. Turner animation is done. Is it not available? Well, I, I on- think it's because Warner Brothers owns it. They could put it on HBO max. Like, oh, okay. I don't understand why oh. I have it on DVD. It's a Warner Brothers DVD. I, I just recently got an Amazon Prime. I just bought it just because I'm like, I like this movie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can see why you don't like it. Um, no, I did I like it. I just didn't, didn't like it. it. You, just, you had lower, yeah. like your expectations are high for it. But I feel like the ending feels kind of rushed, like in the most part. Like yes. it finally just gets to it, like, okay, great. Everything's great. And then the movie poster ending kind of, I definitely feel it was tacked on. Like it feels, it almost feels tacky to me rather than yeah, like, kind of glosses over like the success part yeah yeah well, and and because they used like it takes place in, in the 40s what, in like the 40s 40 yeah but they're using like current Batman day at the time and, yeah. yeah like yeah. movie posters to parody and i was like well yeah yeah there's a few like they started off where it's like okay yeah casablanca and like a couple others gone with the wind or something like that and then Stand they go in like, the rain was one. Yeah, singing in the rain. That was it. But then they, yeah, they go in like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And if you notice, they're all Warner Brothers or New yes. Line releases. Like yep. they only <laughs> use stuff that was in their library. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny anytime there's like a New Line thing where I always think, like, oh, this was made possible by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It was Nightmare on Elm Street that kept New Line afloat. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you, Robert England. <laughs> yeah i was trying to think of other, <laughs> anybody i know that worked on cats don't dance i don't i know names i might have briefly met somebody that worked on it but not like i really know mm-hmm. them but mm-hmm. just like a lot of great talented people and I, I don't know if you read the history of it but originally michael jackson was attached to it yeah i read that which is oh. I, don't, I don't know what, what happened like obviously there's probably something that happened with his life that he couldn't have done mm-hmm. it um like but, what <laughs> I don't know. I I've heard things, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it would have been a totally different movie. Oh, I've heard things. Yeah. Uh, you know why they called it the Neverland mm-hmm. Ranch? Because those charges would never land. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so <laughs> scared because you work in the industry. No, no, I don't. I wouldn't be. I'm I, not. I, I know, but, um, but yeah, it just has a weird history of the film itself. And it, it like mm. I, the director, Mark Dindle, like he worked at Disney for years, mm-hmm. but he was a visual effects animator. Is this before or after Emperor's New Groove? This is before. This is about it's before five, three years before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he left this to go back to Disney. And that's when they're making Kingdom of the Sun, which ended up being Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, I think his next film is... He's doing Garfield next. I think they're doing a Garfield movie. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I can't wait for producers to take away his idea from him and (laughs) make something to appeal to the lowest common 
Well, oh. no, it was the opposite with his movie. He was like, he was the co-director. Roger Allers was the one who was directing, I think it was Roger Allers, who was the original director of Kingdom of the Sun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah. Mark Dindelope, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug? I mean, I have my Instagram account, at Option Joe. You yes. can see my art. Yes. Our work um, is also available uh, through uh, Redbubble. Right. Too. Um, yeah. We have mm-hmm. uh, a print of we yours and yeah. Yeah. a mysterious person sent us one of your shirts too. <laughs> for our yeah. yeah. Coincidentally, did. the same print is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He loves that shirt though. He always oh, pulls it up and looks at it. Yeah. yeah. You are a tremendous artist. Well, thanks. Yes. I said this before when we talked on my parenting podcast, a hugely inspiring person, not only your drive, but the fact that you are perhaps the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. Like you're just, you're a good guy. You're a talented guy. And I am so happy that I get to be your friend. Oh, thanks. I'm happy to be your guys' friend. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Even if you don't get my joke sometimes where I intentionally mispronounce people's names. Oh, I get it. I just like, I'm like, why? <laughs> like, huh. Will Farrell. I'm like, why do you say Will Farrell? Like, <laughs> you sound so much like Allison. Like, no, I get the joke. I just don't understand why you think it's funny. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for bringing this onto our radar. Yeah, no I think Allison's right. I think Benji is definitely yeah. going to love it. We ended up watching it pretty late last night. Yeah, uh, which could also be affecting my judgment because I was fighting to stay awake. Oh, I need yeah. to stop yes. watching movies while laying on a couch. <laughs> yes, at eleven o'clock at night. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I'm going to be fifty eventually. <laughs> thank Pretty you close. so much, Joe. You're welcome. Yes, thank right. you, Joe. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. Until yeah. next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.